Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Bring It On Podcast. I am Erin. I am your host. I might be a bit crazy, sometimes obsessed, a little bit overdramatic probably sometimes, but hey, I'm passionate about what I believe in, and I'm not scared to speak it out loud. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. So, that being said, let's go. Happy Friday. Oh, shit. I need some volume. Happy Friday, fuckers. How's it going? It is August 26th, 2022, and it's like, I don't know, one o'clock in the afternoon. I am sitting here with a pile of paperwork behind me. Yes, it has been sorted as what I really needed to get done, and some things checked off the to-do list uh, regarding paperwork. God, I hate paperwork. Here's a fun fact. Did you know? You probably did not know because any of you that listen did not used to truck with me when I when I drove truck many moons ago. Um, my handle, because that's what it was called, your nickname on your radio on the CB, because you remember, I used to be a trucker. <laughs> my handle used to be paperwork. Yep, paperwork. Because um, I would sit in the grain line and I think it was Matt Ratchford that it just asked me every time, what are you doing? Paperwork. Every single fucking time. Every single time he'd roll into the probe lot and I'd be sitting there, what you doing? Paperwork. And it just kind of stuck. And that's what my handle was. It's kind of silly. It's kind of silly how that stuff works. Funny because God dang, that's been so long ago. He used, he was driving for FJ Krobes at that time. <laughs> Holy balls. That's been a long time ago. Oh goodness. So my friend Jenna, who I know listens to the podcast and Jenna, I just was scrolling Facebook for a minute here and you posted two hours ago, question of the day. Um, we went a little heavy all week. Let's go a little heavy. Was there enough room for Jack on the door? I'm going to have to say, yeah. And if you don't know what she's talking about, she's talking about the movie Titanic, um, where Rose is on the door and Jack is in the water. But the problem is there might've been enough room for Jack on the door, but would it have still been, um, able to hold them both up and out of the water or would it have flipped or sunk and they both drowned and died? Something to think about. I don't know. I've never floated on a door before on the water. So like maybe sometime when we got a weekend to kill or something and we're out goofing around, we'll have to find a door and see if we can fit two people on it and not uh, sink it. (laughs) I feel like this is going to require a river float with lots of beer and um, somebody will inevitably be the dumbass that does not use any sunscreen and will end up with second degree burns. That stuff happens. It happens very frequently. You mix people floating down a river and alcohol and people forget the sunscreen and people end up lobsters because we're dumb. And I mean, we're white, so we burn. 
It's just facts. It's just facts. Oh, shoot. So we should totally put that on our calendar for next summer, Jenna, that we need to do a river float and we need to find an old door, an old wooden door, which is intact because I think it was intact. I think it was a whole door. I'll have to watch that movie again um, to see if it was actually a whole door or just a partial door because I don't remember and uh, see if the two of our asses can float on it. Yeah, it's something we probably should try earlier on in the float versus later in the float due to um, impaired coordination and muscle control <laughs> with added alcohol. So that is that is my take on that whole post of would Jack have fit? I'm thinking he would have fit, but the real question is, would it have sunk because of it? That's the real question, I think. So I hope everybody's first week back to school has been awesome. Um, my kids were kind of dragging butt this morning, but I had to teach spin class this morning at six. So I left them at home. I shook Alex out of bed at about 5.20 and got him up and he got moving and Eric wasn't gone yet. So I was like, can you make sure that Alex is up before you leave for work? And he was, he was texting me while I was teaching class, um, about what stuff to use in his hair. Cause you guys, you should see, if you haven't seen this kid lately, oh goodness, you got to see this kid's hair. Like for real, it's, it's kind of wild. Cause, um, it's gotten really long. And it was funny because um, another friend of mine, I posted a picture of their first day of school and you, Alex didn't have a hat on because we had to have this whole entire discussion about um, he's like getting to the point of being um, a little vain about his hair, okay? Which I'm, I'm not going to like discourage that at all because if the kid is actually giving a shit about his appearance... <laughs> He's 14. I'm all in. And uh, so I'm like, don't put your fucking hat on because it's going to smash your hair because your hair's wet. And then you're going to have just flat, gross head and look like you walked around this morning with a bowl on your head with flat hair because that's what it's going to do. It's going to flatten your hair and it's going to stay that way. So he didn't put it on. He finally listened to me. And lo and behold, uh, mom was right. Oh, stop the presses. Holy shit. So he didn't put a hat on and I made him, okay, this was the second day of school because uh, I'm pretty much like behind every t everything. Like I'm late, whatever. So this is my normal MO. I don't show up on the day that like, you know, the first day of school. Yeah, we didn't take a picture the first day of school. So it was a second day of school, whatever. So um, somebody's like, oh my God, look at that perm. And I'm like, oh no, that is not a perm. That is 100% au naturel. No perm. This kid has like, I don't know, like he, it's so curly. It's crazy curly. It's like jerry curl. It looks like a fucking perm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's wild. And I'm like, yeah, no, but it's kind of gotten a little frizzy because he's not been using, it's getting long enough that he has to use a little bit of product in it to keep it under control. 
So this morning, as I was on like, I don't know, the second or third drill or just going to the second or third drill in spin class, he texts me a picture. Is this the stuff I use in my hair? And I'm like, yes, three pumps. That's it. It is uh, Monat Rejuva beads. I don't know if you've ever heard of Monat hair care, whatever. It doesn't have a lot of the crappy chemicals in it. I've been using it for a long time. I like it. It doesn't like leave my hair real heavy because my hair is super thin and very fine. So it gets build up in it and it's just like gross. Not that you could ever tell because my hair is always either in a ponytail or a bun on top of my head or lately since it's been like three months since I've had my hair cut I've been putting it in bubble braids because then it just kind of hides all the gross shit and yeah but man the gray is coming out so bad oh my god I go see Kylie next week thank the lord because uh there's way too much silver um jumping off the top of my head right now I don't like it and I am not I've said this before, I'm not willing to go gracefully gray. Just not. I don't like it at all. It's my head, so I'm going to color it. So anyways, um, so yeah, he sends me this picture of this. um, And he's like, is this the stuff? I said, yep, just three pumps. That's enough. And this morning on the way to school, um, he's driving because he's, we're logging his drive hours for driver's ed, which, oh my God. As an ex-truck driver, I have control issues with somebody else driving. Let me just be perfectly frank. I hate being a passenger. I am a shitty passenger. I'm a shitty passenger. Um, that's just the case. Like I, There's not very many people that I will willingly sit in the passenger seat with. And if I'm in the passenger seat, I'm probably a nervous fucking wreck. Just ask my husband. It makes him insane. But see, we have this thing. He's the same way. He hates it when I drive. Like, and he's a nervous fucking wreck when I drive. So, like, eh, turnabout's fair play, I guess. So, I am sitting in the passenger seat while Alex is driving to school. And, like, oh, my God. (laughs) He's been driving to school every morning this week. So, this was the fourth morning um, because they started school on Tuesday. And... uh, Like, he is, like, jerking the fucking wheel this morning. I'm like, dude, relax. And then he's, like, just putting his foot to the floor because he gets excited. He'll start talking about something or tell a story about something or other, and, like, his foot just pushes and pushes and pushes and pushes. (laughs) Like, you really got to, like, control that because I don't let him drive with the cruise control because he needs to learn how to control his foot. He can't rely on driving with cruise control because about the time he drives with just cruise control, it's going to be icy out or slick roads or some shit like that. He's going to try to use his cruise control. And y'all know what what happens when that happens. You don't use your cruise control on shitty road conditions because you're going to end up in the ditch or hit somebody else. And he also has this thing, and this makes me really fucking nuts. So the accelerator part doesn't bother me that much. And the jerky steering wheel, I can handle. It's just like, bro, chill. When he is meeting an oncoming car. So this is also a public public service announcement. Y'all know what my car looks like, right? It's like the only um, reddish, maroonish colored 
forerunner that has the the ram air hood on it and in the neighborhood around here so and our travel habits are pretty fucking regular so like if you see my car and it's in the morning it's alex is driving okay so if it starts swerving towards you it's because he's staring at the car whatever you're driving so like he will stare at the oncoming car well when where your eyes go the steering wheel goes right so that's why i'm like i'm like dude stop it and this morning got a little too a little closer that than i could like comfortably co- tolerate well i mean i'm not comfortably tolerating anything let me be frank but it's part of him learning and he is a good driver okay but he is 14 so he has like very little experience he's a new driver i was a shitty driver when i first started driving too i'm pretty sure that i probably thought i was an amazing driver but you know when you're inexperienced and you're starting to feel a little bit more comfortable and we've had this discussion before like dude the minute you start to feel comfortable you take your eye off the ball something happens and you're in trouble so like focus so i'm like you have to look past the car okay if you see the car click it's in your head okay there's a car coming at me and you recognize and all the information that just pops into your head is there don't stare at the fucking thing look past it because like he just creeps and he hogs the center line and it makes me crazy i hate that i'm like you gotta know i said if somebody else is hogging the center line and doing the same thing you are what's that what's gonna happen like Y'all are going to, at minimum, peel each other's mirrors off or hit head on. So, like, let's avoid that situation and stay in your lane, would you? Just, like, the you got plenty of room over here towards the shoulder of the road. Stop riding the fucking center line. Oh, my God. It makes me nuts. So, anyways, that's that's been our experience the beginning of this week. It's been interesting. Soccer practice kicked off Monday night. Um... And we had our first strength and conditioning soccer practice here at the studio. Holy shit, we have 16 girls on our soccer team, right? And these are elementary girls that I help coach. And I wanted to add strength and conditioning because these kids are in so many sports and they have so many practices. And so many of them are single sport athletes that they don't get enough cross training. They don't get enough strength training. So there's a really, really, really high rate of like ACL, MCL injuries when they get to be um, in their high school years because of it's just overuse. And they've not been like properly built like done the proper strength and conditioning a lot of times if they are just you know constantly practicing in games and practicing in games and without any strength and conditioning in there they're way more injury prone so I want to help alleviate some of that in their sports futures going forward so like I'm like okay well we're gonna do Wednesday afternoon after school We got an hour of strength and conditioning. So we did a 30-minute AMRAP, which is uh, as many rounds as possible. We did first station was jumping jacks. Then we uh, we did banded good mornings. And getting them to do good mornings correctly (laughs) was quite the challenge. But whatever. They they kind of sort of got it. It's it's something difficult, and it requires some coordination. So 
uh, with the length of bands that we have because they can't go up and over their neck. Like we don't have the longer bands that you can put around the back of your head or the back of your neck to do the full range of motion. So you got to hold it. But my idea with holding it, because you take the band. Okay, well, here's a good morning. You put the band underneath your foot or your feet, one or two feet. And you grab a hold of the band, you stretch it up, and you hold it. Like, just pull it straight up to your armpits. And then you hinge at the waist to go down. Kind of like the same movement as, uh, as a deadlift. So you're hinging at the waist and you're keeping your back and your shoulders back, right? So a lot of them were dropping their hands down and then pulling them up or they were like dropping the band as they were coming up or combination. So you have to hold your hands up like in your armpits to hold the band tight. That way you got that resistance when you're, when you're standing back up straight. It is designed for posterior chain training, strengthening, okay? It was quite hilarious. And then they move to bicep curl to shoulder press. Okay, so I learned something. That complex movements with third and fourth graders is probably not the best idea. Um, just doing one single movement is good. That way um, they're not having to think too much. So just do one thing and then we'll go to the next thing. So that's noted for next, next strength and conditioning practice. And then I had them do what I called short hops. So short hops are you are on the floor or you're standing up and you've got like a step, you know, like the step classes that they used to do, the step aerobics or whatever. We've got the steps. So it's probably like a three inch raised step and you're on the balls of your feet and you jump up onto the step and land on the balls of your feet and back down and staying on. You don't let your heels hit. Okay. So you stay kind of on your toes, on the balls of your feet. What that does is it strengthens your feet and your calves and on up, but mainly like your feet and your calves. So you're gaining strength there and you become, you can be more explosive, faster, um, stronger base, right? So then we move to partner setups. Oh my goodness. Okay. I probably should have separated them out and just had them do crunches because the partner sit-ups became kind of a thing. I had one of my um, original Girls on the Run uh, team members, her, her two younger sisters are on the soccer team. And so she came and helped. So she's going to help with uh, training on Wednesday afternoons. And love her. She's a hoot. I, her, I love her mom. And her dad's cool too. Um but I've gotten to know them pretty well over the last few years. And so we did partner sit-ups. Well, they got enough spread out that not everybody stayed with their partner because they, they treated it like a race. It, it got a little bit chaotic, but it was fine. For the first time, they did really well. It was really good. They, they pretty much stayed on task. And doing these rounds for 30 minutes was a pretty big ask for a bunch of 8, 9, and 10-year-olds. <laughs> So um, Emery and I ended up doing a lot of being a partner for the sit-ups. So Emery ended up doing, well, she got to like 160. And then she's like, I got to hit 200. So she made me do 40 with her to finish off. Okay, here's something. When you do like 200 sit-ups on carpet and your shorts have a seam that goes down the crack of your butt, and then another seam that goes kind of across, like there is, 
if you have sensitive skin, um, I don't know if I'd recommend that. I have, like at the top of my butt crack, I have two raw spots where the skin is just rubbed off. Like it looks like two cherries on the top of my butt crack, on one on each side uh, of skin that's gone because of rubbing on the seam on my shorts and the carpet. So I got rug burn on my butt and it doesn't feel good. I don't know if any, I mean, the girls were complaining that their butts hurt. I'm like, suck it up. You're fine. We got like eight minutes left to go. Um, cause I, like no whining, don't whine, but it, it did. It, it fucking hurts. I'm like, ow, hopefully nobody else had a skin rub raw like I did. Hopefully it was just me and not them because like, I feel really bad if they have that issue too. Libby said her tailbone hurt, but her butt hurt like at that, I guess it's probably your hinge point when you're coming up or the rub point when you're going up and then down on the sit-ups. <clears throat> but she didn't have any raw skin. So I'm like, well, that's good. That's good. And I'm, and I'm not going to go check everybody's butts either. Like, I'm sure I will hear them bitching at practice tonight about how sore they are from lifting weights and doing all those setups. And so we'll see how practice goes tonight. Um, I'm sure it will probably be hilarious. Uh, they're hilarious. Oh my gosh. These girls are so funny. Um, I really, when I first got roped into coaching soccer, because there was no coach, there were no coaches. So um, three of us moms stepped up and was like, okay, well, our girls want to play. And if we don't coach, we don't have a team. So we coached last year and we're coaching this year. Um, the third one, uh, it was a little bit much for her with their farm schedule and whatnot. So she didn't come back to coach. Her daughter is playing. She's a hoot. Oh my God, she's a hoot. Um, so myself and Bree are coaching this year and we have 16 girls. So it's kind of like herding cats and they, but they're hilarious. They, so we've only had the two practices since this is the first week. We'll have our third practice tonight and we don't start games for another week. So we really got to kind of nail it down tonight and start doing, getting into doing a little bit more, um, you know, drills and stuff like that. So we'll see how things go and more running because girl, these girls are so out of shape. Like, you can tell um, which ones were really active all summer and which ones were not. And mine really was not. So, yeah, she's got some work to do. She'll get there. They'll get there. They're young. They're resilient. They're tough. I tell them they're tough, even when they're, like, not acting strong. They are. I mean, they are. They're resilient little shits. And I, I love them. They're hilarious. So it's been, it's been an enlightening experience for me doing coaching because I started doing girls on the run coaching um, a couple years ago and I'd never coached anybody before. I, and it was, w girls on the run is very structured. It's a program. They have a curriculum written. It's an, it's an amazing program. Um, it is based around running, but it's not like, it's not like track practice or cross country practice or something like that. There's a lot of lessons built into the curriculum about, you know, the things that these girls deal with in their everyday lives. And it, 
I feel like it's a really good program. I've learned a lot from it. I've learned a lot from the girls that we've coached. And, um, you know, that first team was pretty small. There were six or seven of them. And, um, I mean, I still see, I still talk to them every day or anytime I see them, you know, they're, they were my first team. So it's kind of cool. And I'll probably be like choking up when they're graduating high school. They're in seventh and eighth grade now. Most of them are eighth grade. I think one, maybe two of them are in seventh grade, but most of them are eighth graders this year. So they'll be freshmen next year, which is kind of wild. Um, cause they were fifth and sixth graders. I mean, it's not like it's been that long ago, but man, if you have kids and you've gotten to that middle school age, you know, going through puberty and going through that three years of hell of middle school is pretty phenomenal, you know, to see the change, not just the physical change, but like, I mean, fuck, the physical changes are huge. Like they go from little baby face, little kids to all of a sudden waking up one morning and I'm like, whoa, you look like an adult. What happened? Like you went to bed a little kid and now you're a dude in Alex's case. I mean, that's, I swear to God, he went to bed, a cherub, chubby faced little boy. And the next morning he woke up and I'm like, oh my God, you're a man child. I swear. And now it is official. He is officially taller than his mother. Um, I noticed this here about a week or so ago. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that he's taller than me and not counting the hair. The hair probably gives him an extra inch, but we're not counting the hair. I think his hair is curlier than my dad. I know it's curlier than my dad's. My dad's was like wavy when he was in school and it's still kind of wavy, but Alex's is straight fucking looks like a perm. It's so wild. And he loves his hair. So I still flip him shit about shaving his head. And I di- I may or may not have threatened him with uh, shaving his head if he didn't take care of it because he was starting to look like a fucking grease ball. I'm like, okay. You know, you get to that point where like you can't skip the deodorant anymore. And you really need to shower more than once a week. Oh, so gross. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I really, really, really am very thankful that he was able to work with Eric for part of the summer. They were doing um, drop lines for fiber and that this summer, and Alex worked with him full time. And I'll, I'll tell you guys something here that I know firsthand. It, it's a wonder that Eric and I ever actually got married <laughs> because we worked together for a while, um, probably, I don't know, maybe a year, I would help him power wash hog buildings. And he's bossy. I don't like bossy. I'm bossy. That's the problem. I don't, I don't handle bossy well. Like, and he's super particular. He's very efficient. Okay. And yeah, were his, his methods probably better than mine in doing that? Yeah, probably. But like when you got, it's the delivery for me. It's that whole, you're not fucking doing it right. You need to do it like this method. Really doesn't fly with me very well. So I'm like, fuck off. You want it done or do you want me to leave? And I would still do it my way. You know, it was great. 
we uh, successfully aggravated each other a lot working together when we power washed. So I didn't, you know, I mean, power washing hog buildings is really kind of a nasty job. You smell like hog shit all the time. Even when you shower, you still smell like hog shit. You might be able to like mask it a little bit, but as soon as you like start to sweat or something, it just oozes out of your pores and your hair. It probably took three months for my hair to stop smelling like hog shit when I quit power, when I hop, when I power wash that very last time. I think I was seven months pregnant with Livia, give or take. I was pretty fat um, when I, when I quit power washing. I was pretty fat, pretty big belly. It was kind of hard to do. <laughs> it was kind of hard to move. Um, not like beached whale, but kind of felt like it some days. So I've worked with Eric. I completely know what he is like to work with. And it's really not a, a fun time. So, but I think it was good for Alex because I feel like he had some, he got the, some good experience working with him because Eric's bossy. He's to the point. He takes no shit. And like, he's a hard driving dude. Like he go out, he goes, when there's a job to be done, it's going to get done and we're going to get it done and we're going to be efficient about it. And I want to get it done as fast as possible. And it needs to be done correctly. So I've seen some um, after effects of that with Alex and that's good. So, and he was, he, (laughs) when he first started, it was a little rough, but as they went along, like he worked on Monday, he went to work on Monday, the day before school. And Eric was like, well, you can take the day off. And he's like, no, I want to go to work. And I'm like, let the fucking kid work. All he's going to do is like go fart around town with his friends because I had to come to work. I needed to be in my office doing work and me and Livy were here for part of a day or he's just going to sit home and play video games. So like take, take the kid to work, let him work. So he went to work on Monday and then went to school on Tuesday. So, but I think it's been good. It's good for them to learn how to do hard shit jobs. You know, that's, that's how we learn work ethic and I don't know if Alex will ever have a more difficult boss to work with in his life than my husband. I mean, that's just facts. I love you, honey, but you are a difficult motherfucker to work for. It's just facts. (laughs) Especially when you are somebody like myself or my kid who bristles when somebody bosses them around. It's just, it's just this thing. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just this thing. And I told my mom last night, like, Alex is the perfect melting pot of me and Steven. Of, how did I say that? Um, oh, I should have, I should have wrote it down. I should have recorded, I wish I had recorded how I said that. Because he's like the perfect mix of me and his dad. And has that fuck you attitude. Like, you know, he, he doesn't, he's not the type of person that's going to really allow somebody to walk all over him. And he doesn't just like toe the line, which has been problematic as we've discussed and I've talked about and fretted about for the last, I don't know how long, you know, his whole entire school career. (laughs) I mean, it started in four-year-old preschool 
him and another kid, just something didn't jive with the two of them. And the other kid, like, jumped him, jumped on his back when they were waiting in line for the school bus. And Alex turned around and punched the kid. And then it just kept going from there. I've known every principal on a first-name basis of every one that he's had. And during middle school, Losher had me on speed dial. I am pretty fucking sure of it. So I am, I really, I told Alex, I'm like, I don't want to have that phone ring at least once a week. I don't, I don't want that phone to ring from school with problems because you're having fights and doing this or that or the other thing. Like, can we, you got four years, man. I know it seems like a fucking eternity, but bro, it's not. Like, it's going to go really fast. You just have to suck it up, do the work. You're only there for a certain amount of time for the year, and then you got summer vacation, and then only three years left. And that's it. You just got to get to graduation. That's it. That's it. Just to graduation. And trust me, high school goes fast. It really does. Um, before you know it, I'm going to be like, there's the door. Don't let it hit you where the good Lord split you. You're on your own. Goodbye. Because it's time for you to fly the coop and go handle your own shit. Because you're a big boy now. You're an adult. You graduated high school. My job is done here. <laughs> I mean, not really, because as a parent, you're never done. But, um, And my door will always be open. And I am always here to help whatever they need help. No different than, you know, any of my friends, family members, whatever. If I can help somebody out, I will help somebody out. But I am not having my son live in my basement until he's 30 years old. Not happening. Like, no. I mean, unless there's some really extreme circumstance for that. Like, physical circumstance for that. Like, whatever. But, like, I'm not even putting that out there. But he needs to go live on his own. He needs to make his own money. He needs to pay his own bills. He needs to do all the shit. It's time to be an adult. It's time to be an adult. So, and he, I don't feel like he, he doesn't want to stay home anyways. He wants, he's got some big dreams and some big goals. And I try to pour some fuel on that fire to, you know, get him working towards the things that he wants to do. And he's got a lot of ideas. So I try to like kind of push those along a little further and encourage that. So he's, he's starting to exhibit some drive. Granted, he's still 14 and like, he's still a teenage boy who like his idgaf muscle is really strong, but there's little blips of drive coming out of him, which is good to see. I'm happy to see that. And I think that working all summer with his stepdad has made a very big contribution to that and when he goes over to his dad's house they're working in the shop or they're working on the house or they're doing shit and he's keeping him he's been having him work in the shop and do stuff around there so that's that's helpful too I mean he's a smart kid gotta keep him fucking busy I keep shit in front of him or he's just gonna get in trouble so I don't know he told me he's not going to college which is fine. Like if the kid wants to go get a job or if he wants to go like do welding school for two years and or electrical or fucking whatever, I don't care. Like 
trade school is not bad. I mean, and we're, we're seeing that shift towards the trades is going to be where the money's at. These kids with, you know, how many people still have ass loads of school loan debt, college debt, and never did anything with their degree. There's a lot, a whole lot. And if you don't have to do that and you can go out and have a good life and make a good living and do what you enjoy doing, you know, I guess I don't want him to work a fucking dead end job where he hates it. Um, I want him to do something that he like actually, you know, kind of likes would be great. You know, I mean, you got to pay the fucking bills. You got to pay the bills. So you got to do what you got to do. But I feel like I feel better about it now. And, you know, he'll work probably next summer with Eric again and, you know, doing bitch work. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Builds character. It's good for you. I think we all should do it a little more every once in a while. I mean, I don't need to volunteer myself for any additional bitch work because I feel like I do enough bitch work as it is. (laughs) But hey, when you got to do it, you just got to do it. I still need to get my stocking hat ordered that says gate bitch on it. That will be a requirement this winter. And I might have to get a couple of them because the kids are going to have to do it too. You know, because we have cattle and we have to hold, you know, open the gate for the skid loader and cut net wrap and do that all kind of shit. So, you know, gate pitch. It's all good. So, yeah. Well, I've been yapping in your ear for almost 37 minutes now. And I came in here with no idea what I was going to talk about today. So I have this, I have this question in front of my face that I have not yet answered. So I need to work on that. It is not really anything. It's a very broad question, but it is very pertinent. So maybe we'll talk about that next week. Until then, hopefully everybody has a fantastic weekend. Keep the dirty side down and I'll catch you on the flip side. hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Every listen counts. If you like what I'm putting out there, please share it with a friend and hit that subscribe button. Have questions, comments, feedback for me? Shoot me an email at bringitonpc at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day. Go kick ass.